Hey, hey, witches, welcome back to About That Life, or formerly known as Little Black Witch. What's up, dragonflies? We're back. I'm Joy. I'm Nikki. Welcome. Yes, and today's topic, you guys, spring cleaning that energy. Y'all, we're fully in spring. If your allergies have told you anything. (laughs) That's how I'm feeling over here. (laughs) Um, And so it's important that we keep that energy fresh and revived, especially after such a long winter time. So we wanted to talk about how to keep your energy and how to keep your energy up. And also, how do you actually really get in touch and refresh that energy, especially as we're going into summer when you're going to really be full swing in energy mode, right? Because the days are longer. We're trying to do all the things. We're going roller skating. We're going swimming. Roller skating. I was just throwing that out there because that's my new hobby. (laughs) Oh, sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Except for when you fall and break that ass at 35, that shit hurts. Let me tell you, like the most painful... (laughs) I don't even understand what I was thinking when I bought the roller skates, but I'm in it now. I'm doing it. It's I've committed to this life. <laughs> yeah, good for you. I mean, it, it's it's great exercise and it's fun. Yeah, it's a it's actually a lot of fun. It's I, I really do like it. My thighs be sore. So spring cleaning energy. And we're going to talk about things that you like to do for fun, really getting in touch with who you are. Your spring cleaning that energy is also going to be very much in line with your self-care. Like if you're doing your self care, you're probably doing a lot of work on that energy anyway, but there are certain things that you can really do to reset your energy. Right. And as, as the seasons change, I feel like you extending yourself a little bit more for different events and more outdoorsy things. It is nice to kind of have a way to reset cleaning your energy so that you're showing up authentically right? You're going to put yourselves in new situations. You're going to be doing a little bit more because the weather's breaking. So making sure you're centered is, is a good start for that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the, right off the top, I, I want to say that showers, baths, anything with water, but like really not just taking a shower for the sake of taking a shower, like really getting in touch and letting, imagine the water really cleansing you, but cleansing your spirit. Like think about your aura, what colors they are, where is it muddy? Where can you use some space for yourself? And then imagine that the water is really rinsing off all that excess energy that doesn't belong to you, especially as you move through the day. If you're a person that takes a shower at the end of the day, right? Rather, or at the beginning of the day, it doesn't really matter because you're still picking up a lot of different energies from different people. So start your day or end your day with a nice shower, nice and hot if you want to. And use tap into the third eye, right? Really use your your spiritual intuition and notice like, hey, I was feeling a little irritable today. I'm washing, I'm literally washing it down the drain. I'm literally cleansing myself of anything that does not serve me. I think that's a good affirmation to use. Like I am cleansing myself of any energy that does not serve me. Right. And in that, in that showering and like physically cleansing space, visualization is so, so helpful while you're showering away Mm -hmm. energies that you don't want energies that you may have passed up or just energies that you're done with really visualize those energies leaving, visualize them sliding down your body and going down the drain because yeah. that, that form of it works very well. So visualizing, releasing and removing and rinsing it away somewhere you can't see it anymore 
It's mm-hmm. very quick as it happens while you're cleansing in the shower and it's super effective. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's super, it really is so effective to visualize. And also I, I like to tack, I want to tack on that. Imagine the earth is going to transmute that energy into something positive, into something that mm. you can use. Not mm. just that the energy is disappearing, but it's literally alchemy, right? It's literally right. going to transform into something that is going to benefit you or the earth or the people around you, right? And I think part of that is what energy do you need? What do you what are you looking for? Right? What kind of space right. do you have to do whatever it is that you need to do, right? Sometimes when we talk about energy, we're just thinking about like being hype for the day, like caffeine, but it's like compassion, kindness, finding a way to lean in, not only to other people, but it leaning into yourself and whatever emotions are coming up for you. Right. They say that 10% of our communication is verbal and like about 90% of our expression is like energetic. Which is right? so like funny. even beyond, yeah. yeah, it's like even beyond like just body language, but it's really like just that same feeling like, oh, I get a certain vibe from this person, you know, it's mm-hmm. you're feeling it before they're talking to you, you're feeling it before you can really assess a lot of their body movements and their body language. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And if you're a if you're a witchy person, which we assume you are because you're here, you are, <laughs> hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> But if you're a witchy person, like you're already thinking about the vibes that people are putting off. You're already thinking right. about how to protect that energy anyway. So right. if you are really paying attention to the energy that people are putting off, people are also paying, into, paying attention to the energy that you are putting off. You know, it's not right. a one-way street. You know what I mean? <laughs> like right. Ways. Another way to do some spring cleaning is I, okay, so I'm a yoga teacher and I'm going to just preface this by like saying that I'm a hundred percent biased as I'm suggesting this because teaching yoga classes means that like I do this a lot, but it also means that I do this a lot and it feels like it actually works not just for myself, but for my students as well. Right. So I do somatic movement or somatic yoga classes where we really slow down each movement and I'm like, what do your feet feel? How does your back feel? Breathe into your back, breathe into your core, breathe Mm -hmm. into your chest. I want you to think about the energy and where everything is and how each body part feels as you're moving it. Because a lot of times in, you know, like a vinyasa where it's a really fast class, you're not Mm -hmm. thinking about how your body feels. You're just trying to keep up, right? You're just sweating it out and just like, this is a great workout. But doing somatic yoga or a hatha or a yin or something that's going to make you slow down, it's going to force you to pay attention to parts of your body that you may not be paying attention to. How many of us ignore our thighs, our hips, right? Because a lot of us have faced some type of trigger warning, trigger warning, some kind of SA, some kind of sexual trauma. And so we cut ourselves off from these different parts of our body. But it's important that you start to get back in touch. And when you're spring cleaning your energy, you can reach back in and say, I'm going to lean into this and I'm going to show it more love and I'm going to show it more compassion. So Mm -hmm. I do recommend doing some kind of yoga class or somatic movement and, and and doing it with somebody that you feel energetically in alignment with, because then that energy, you guys are sharing that energy and it's really going to help you be more thoughtful about what you're putting out there. Right. 
Yeah, that's that's such a good point with the yoga and the movement and the energy being slower, because I feel like we have there's like a bridge of communication between like our energetic and spirit self and our Mm -hmm. physical body. Right. So like our our spirit self is more the one driving. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're just we're just kind of using this tool as our body, but in different in yoga, right, in the Mm -hmm. yoga practice, like you can have moments where you're feeling your spirits talking to your energy is responsive. And yeah. it's, it's really, it's really a good time to, to just be slow and be with yourself. I yoga for me sometimes feels quite meditative. Mm-hmm. And you mentioning the slowing down of yoga it I've cried during yoga. Oh, right? yeah. like I've, I've mm-hmm. felt deep, I've felt deeper than I might if I'm just kind of, you know, stretching or moving <laughs> yeah. through some kind of routine, you know, when I'm really slowing down and trying to feel inside myself, I feel emotion. You know, and sometimes, sometimes it can be hurtful, but I also have learned to accept that, you know, those hurtful things that come up just need to be, they need to be visited. They need to be examined. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of that bridge, that communication between like the energetic self and the physical body goes Mm -hmm. right into that with the the yoga. Yeah. And, you know, as we're looking into, you know, well, as we're looking into the self a little bit more, especially people who are therapists or practicing any type of shadow work or counseling, we're understanding more of the mind body connection and mind rather mind body spirit connection, where where it happens in one place, it happens in all places. And that really trauma really does stay in the body until we've really dealt with it. And so you might find like, why is this still coming up for me? I don't I don't I thought I dealt with this years ago. And it's like, yeah, because it's in your body and you're stretching it out. And a lot of those, a lot of those emotions get stored in the hips and you'll notice that your hips are really closed or really tight. And that's where people can benefit from working with somebody like yourself, where you work with that sexual energy. And especially if it's right. a little, um, I don't want to use the word damage, but if it's a little, it's, it's wired a little funny. Yeah. It's not and really it's, it, it needs, yeah. And it's in need of some nourishment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's where it could be really beneficial to work with somebody like yourself. Or if you have more of the, you know, you know, your childhood trauma, you know, all of your triggers, but yet there's still something lingering in there. And that's where it would work to, it would work to work with someone like me. That's a weird way. That's a weird English phrase, but you know what I mean? Like it would benefit. In that sense, in that sense, it would be very helpful to work with someone like Joy. Yes. Thank you. I was struggling. I'm so it's been a it I literally was tripping over my words earlier today too. I was reading something out loud. So okay, so I want to say guilty pleasure, but I don't actually feel guilty about it. But you know what I mean? Like it's something that I enjoy that I just like, why do I read this trash? Why do I read it? So those BuzzFeed articles where it's like 19 men who show like how terrible they are to women or something like that. And I was trying to read this out loud because I was just flabbergasted at some of the things people wrote. And I'm trying to read it to my husband. And I realized that like there are certain words or sentences I just couldn't get past them. My mouth was not, my brain was not reading the words. And so I would go back and try and read it again. It's just, I need to lay down. That's all I'm saying yeah. is like, <laughs> I need a nap. I need to clean that energy. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's where you can think about who do you need? What's your spiritual team look like? And that's 
that's going to bring me to the next point. Where's your spiritual support? Who's your spiritual team? Who are the people that can help you get connected to yourself? Who are the people that are going to reflect the things that you need to see in the world in yourself? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because definitely we, we are, we have a, we have many energetic fields and it's said that our energetic field extends out several feet. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is a powerful thing that we're working with. So our space and the people that we're around, the practices that we have are, mm-hmm. are super important. And it's also it's important to to cleanse, nourish and fortify that energy. Yes. Right. Like mm-hmm. fortification is important and it's a thing. And in my personal life currently, mm-hmm. I've been working with setting some boundaries. Right. Like I'm, I mean, as like a witchy woman, I'm, I'm always wanting to give and expel my Mm -hmm. energy, but I've learned that it's sometimes I have to dial back. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I have to be a little bit more selective about what I'm involving myself in. Mm -hmm. And once I even have that realization, I have to then say, Nikki, it's, it's also okay to fortify now Mm -hmm. and make sure Mm -hmm. that you're, you're standing by what it is that you're trying to practice now with your, with your energy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the other side of this is like, so you cleanse, but where's the nourishment? Where's the fortification? Where is the practice of protecting yourself? And the idea that like self-care is selfish, well, sure it is because you're putting yourself first. And what is wrong with that? Like really what's wrong with that? Yeah. Because if we're not, who can self-cleanse like we can, right? right? Like, of course people can pour into us, but it's going to be up to us to receive that and absorb it or not. Yep. Right. Yeah. So like while we're dealing with our own energetic health, we have to take that seriously. If we, yeah. we're the only ones that can truly do that. And we're, we have the capability. We're so much mm-hmm. more energetically powerful than we give ourselves credit. And I think I, it's, it's important. Agree. Yeah. It's important to remember that one of the things that I like to practice when I'm doing, when I'm cleansing my energy is like affirmations. Mm-hmm, right like mm-hmm. I try to and I, I change them often but the biggest one that I like to practice saying is that I am love yeah because that absolutely. feels real from that feels absolutely real for me and it's a reminder of the beauty that I possess mm, right and it's it's yeah. even yeah even in the moment it's like that can be a reset for me mm-hmm mm-hmm you can tell, I can tell you write poetry. Like, oh, oh yeah. Just girl. like, that's so, that's yes. so beautiful, girl. That's so beautiful. <laughs> just like, oh. I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm one of my favorite affirmations is actually, I am safe. And what I mean mm, by that yeah. is that I am not, o- not only am I, is my body safe, but I am a safe person for me. Yeah. I am safe for myself. Mm, I can yeah, house deep, all yeah. of that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're and, you know, up it's, me. <laughs> yeah, but girl, it's it's so true because when you think about like we that saying, we are our own worst critics. Mm-hmm. Right? Like how like I, I read something on Instagram that said like your mind doesn't know the difference between like a joke. Your spirit doesn't understand sarcasm, right? So don't be like, "Oh, I'm so a true. fucking idiot." Oh, I'm so I'm so I'm so slow, like I'm such a dummy, like I You know what I mean? Like you can't, you Mm -hmm. just literally can't manifest that. You can't speak that to your spirit. You can't speak that into your aura, into your energy. You really have to practice being more graceful, right? Because like if you, and and just, just kind of making comments, like just negative comments about yourself or kind of speaking things into existence, Mm -hmm. your spirit's going to hold on to those things. You know, if you sometimes self-doubt 
and down talking your own self can be more detrimental than someone else doing it because mm -hmm. you're really placing that in your bank of like, this is how I feel about myself. This is what I believe about myself. And then what's going to happen, right? You're going to start operating out of that space because of the yeah. things that you're putting into that bank. Yeah. So it's yeah. really, I, I love that joy that you said that I am safe and that you yeah. also correlate that with like, I'm a safe space for myself. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah. that's, that's like, that should be the first rule of self-love. I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. So, yeah. and so this actually reminds me of um, an assignment I give to a lot of my clients right out the gate, because by the time people reach me, right, a lot of people that I've worked with have already gone through therapy. And they've learned a lot about themselves and they're very self-aware, but they're just missing this like little piece and, you know, that would really make it click. That would really make it so they can start to move past their own mm -hmm. blockage, right? Right, and right. part of that is really the way that we talk to ourselves, like you said. Yeah. And we're talking about like cleaning your energy up. It's about the way that you talk to yourself. And yeah. so I always tell people every time you say something mean to yourself, you need to say that three things that are very nice about yourself and yeah. one thing that directly contradicts what you just said about yourself. So you said, I'm a dummy. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, Sam. I don't like that. I am right. <laughs> an intelligent person. I'm beautiful and I'm kind, right? right? Immediately you start saying these nice things about yourself. And it's because you're so self-aware that you will notice when you start talking bad about yourself. Right. And then the other thing is, if your best friend wouldn't say this to you, why is it okay mm. that you say this to you? Right. And, right. Talk to yourself right. like you're your best friend because babes, you are your own best friend. Facts. Absolutely. So yeah, in that same token, I think it's important for us to also like examine our spiritual and energetic maturity. So like I, I feel that people we're, we're all growing, right? We're all growing. Right. We're all working to improve. We're all just trying to advance. And I think we have to be mindful of having a victim mentality, mm. right? Like in some cases when we're healing, it's, it's appropriate, but I think that I'm guilty and I've spoken with people and clients that have been guilty of in moments, just kind of feeling victimized, even mm -hmm. with really small things. And that can disrupt your energy for an ex extensive periods of time. But one thing that I like to try and practice, which I'm not great at, but I am applying it to myself and my daily mm -hmm. energetic practice where if I do feel victimized or something happens, you know, mm -hmm. I can in that moment say like, Hey, you know, I forgive that for happening. You know, mm -hmm. I forgive this person even in that very moment. You know, if yes. I feel like someone misunderstood me or disrespected me in a moment, you know, I'm practicing speaking mm -hmm. up for myself in a graceful way, but I'm also kind of able to say like, Hey, I, I forgive you. Yeah. You know? and, and I I'm, I'm, I'm big on, you know, trying to place, if my energy is feeling healthy and mature and intact, mm. I want to pu put that on someone else. If mm. someone I have to interact with is having a low vibrating day, I, I can try to change that for you because that's just the way that I operate. But right. I can't do that if I'm being in a victim mindset. Right? So that, that energetic and spiritual maturity, you know, your energy, your energetic health is, it's not going to benefit from that at all. Yeah. And I think that we have to also practice, especially for women being emotionally reactive, 
at times, Mm -hmm. because I think that that can disrupt our energy in the moment and it may not have to. I know I'm guilty of being emotionally reactive and feeling like, okay, now I'm, I'm completely misfired. And now I have to just kind of revamp everything that I'm trying to do or trying to say when I could have just in the first place, maybe kept my energy in line a little bit better. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've definitely caught an attitude with people <laughs> and then really thought about oh, it. Of course. Like, I mean, oh, dang, I could have, I could have handled that. I could have, I could have been better in that moment. Right. You know, we are people, a lot of people listening, you know, know this and may also be a person of color, right? Right. Being black women, we know that there are people who give us shit just for the mere fact of existing in the same spot that they are. And in that moment, sometimes I can extend so much grace and I can be like, you know, you're the problem here and I'm not really going to worry about it. And other times I'm like, bitch, you fucked with the wrong one today. It just kind of depends. It just kind of depends on the day, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I find that on days where I am a little more angry or frustrated or annoyed and I'm really starting, I'm feeding into that energy, it comes back to me and it just kind of really bleeds into the rest of my day. And it didn't have to because now I've let them affect me for the rest of my day, which is what they wanted in the first place. You know what I mean? And if I had just been like, you know what? Okay, you're an asshole. No no skin off my nose. Like whatever, You you be a jerk by yourself. I'm going to go out here and live my best life. And there's nothing you can do to stop me. I feel so much more proud of myself. I'm like, girl, you did it. You did it. You showed them by being like yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely vibe with that. Yeah. And along with like setting, like with the, with the aura and energetic cleansing, along with setting that, like if you're starting your day with like a nice energy cleanse, I find it incredibly important to give, if you're setting intentions for your day, in your mm-hmm. energetic field, make sure you're also giving yourself permission to receive what you're intending to receive. Ooh, ooh, that right? part. <laughs> right. So don't like, you know, just like we're our own worst critics, right? And we're not at times in moments, not loving on ourselves properly. Mm-hmm. If you're setting intentions for yourself in that same token, set that intention with the idea that you're giving yourself permission to receive this intention. Mm, and not mm-hmm. thinking and not thinking like maybe I'm not going to get this because maybe I don't deserve it or maybe it's not going to go this way because this that subconscious yeah. thought could disrupt your whole intention for the way you're going to carry your energy and you want to be able to show up as your authentic self yeah right? so if your energy is disrupted and you're not believing in yourself because you haven't given yourself permission to receive what your intentions are for the day it's going to throw you off completely Oh yeah, absolutely. Don't block your blessings before you've even stepped foot out. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And there's, um, there's a part of this that I feel like really, when you said that you made me remember this, what we say, our brains look, our brains look for proof of that being true, right? Mm -hmm. So you say something negative, your brain is going to find the truth or experiences that makes that true. Yeah. And it works in the opposite you do something positive your brain's going to look for the things to make that true and make it work and make it make sense right right now we are hardwired to find the negative because 
back in the day, long, 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 forever times ago, the negative experiences are what kept us safe. So remember that fire is hot and I burned myself. I'm not going to do that again. Negative right. experience, right? right? But we don't need to live like that anymore. And so yeah. it really takes work for you to look at the positive experiences and say, it's okay for me to be happy because I deserve to be happy because I'm a kind person, because I'm a giving person, because, right? Just because right. I deserve to be happy. <laughs> right, right. So understand that sometimes we know that we're working against our own brain sometimes. We understand that. Right. But it doesn't mean that it's not impossible. It's not impossible, right? You can do this work. You can get in touch with that energetic self. You can honor yourself the way that you want to be honored. And when you right. start to honor yourself that way, other people are going to follow suit. Yeah. It's just yeah, natural. Yeah, the law of attraction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think when it comes to when we think about, right, we're talking about cleansing your spirit. But when you're talking about nourishing it, how are you giving back to yourself? What are you giving yourself? You know right. what I mean? What are you asking for? What do you need? Because right. once you cleanse, you replenish, right? right? You have to. You can't yeah, just absolutely. be out here walking around <laughs> clean and tired, right? You you right. want to give yourself something back. So another thing that I like to do to set the intention and energy for the day, like you brought up, Nikki, is you know when I'm drinking my coffee, just drink it slow, drink it to myself, meditate on it, right? And as I'm drinking it, I'm thinking about the intentions and the liquid that I'm consuming, whether it's coffee or tea, because that's normally how I start my day. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about this is these are the intentions. I am literally taking in the intentions that I am setting for today. Right. This is it right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So also one of the things that I like to practice, I have a I have a, a teenager. So we know that that is a a thing in itself. But actually, <laughs> fortunately, my daughter is 15 years old. So parents, you know, I know that sometimes it can be hard with getting mm -hmm. days started, getting the kids together. But really taking a moment, I one of the practices I like to do is no phones, right? Like in the Ooh. mornings when we're getting ready, like the phones are like where we're going to collect them before we leave. But I try to tell my daughter, like, give yourself a little bit of you time. You don't mm. you don't need this mm -hmm. cell phone in the bathroom with you, right? Like really when you're in the Guilty. mirror, when you're getting ready. Yeah. When you're in the mirror and you're getting ready, you know, like really take some time for yourself because you're about to go to school. You're going to have a bunch of things happening that are, yes, for you, but also a lot of things that are uncontrolled. So when mm, you're starting mm -hmm. your day, you know, really have moments for yourself. I don't know how great she is with any kind of real affirmations, but she she does take that advice at times and it really allows for space for herself. And yeah. I, I think that that's important. And, you know, just busy mornings with kids, you know, just slowing down. You know, giving yeah. yourself, giving yourself that extra time, you know, maybe an extra 15 minutes so that you're not feeling entirely rushed, right? Because if you're starting That's your true. day, you're setting some beautiful intentions, you're doing that in the morning, you're cleansing your energy and mm -hmm. you, you don't want to feel rushed, feeling yeah. rushed. You for, you're forgetting, not only can you possibly forget things you need for the day, but you can forget to think about what your day is, what yeah. your plans are for the day and mm -hmm. I, I am guilty of having a rushed morning and taking it out on my daughter, <laughs> being <laughs> upset, being feisty, more feisty than I should be. 
And it just sometimes doesn't flow that great. So giving yourself, allotting that extra time in the morning, if you're looking after yourself and the children or your family, really giving yourself that extra time is very, is very, very helpful, I find. And then the yeah. no phones, that that time when it's, it's I feel like for the teenager, the, the teenager's moving quick. You know, she's <laughs> she's not thinking about a ton of things, you know, but mommy got her. But yeah. <laughs> she's moving really quick. But like the phone, we're not doing the phone in the bathroom. So the phone out of the bathroom is very helpful for her to just really have that time to really kind of hone in on herself and make sure she's applying some time to herself. Yeah, absolutely. That makes so much sense. And as an unchild <laughs> person, right, <laughs> I don't have children. I have dogs. And, you know, sometimes I'm over here, like throwing things at them because they're just being naughty. But they're dogs, you know what I mean? Like the dogs are not doing a whole heck of a lot for the most part. They're trying to sleep or eat something they're not supposed to. But it's that's no big deal. But you're right. You know, when you're as a parent, I can only imagine how rushed some of your days are going to be. And when you set the tone for your day, you set the tone for their day. They're going to carry that energy with them throughout the whole day. And also parents, y'all have a big responsibility because what your kids are watching you do, they're going to mimic that. They're going to carry that with them for the rest of their lives. You know this because you are living your life thinking about how your parents were. And sometimes that's going to inform how you don't want to be. Right. 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 So think about the energy that you're sharing with them, energy that you're giving yourself. And so another way that I think is really helpful to cleanse your energy is to literally cleanse your space, cleanse your phone. I mean, cluttered, cluttered space, cluttered mind is not a saying for no reason, you guys, right? You got a bunch of shit in your phone you don't need. And I'm going to guarantee there's somebody's number in there that you should have deleted or blocked a long time ago. Please go ahead and just do that for yourself, delete them. You don't need that energy. You don't need to worry about them because it's not bringing you anything but stress. Do you need that stress? Is it worth it? You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, uh, disconnecting from people that are no longer serving, Mm -hmm. uh, brings me to, um, I found a really beautiful, uh, meditation that I did Mm -hmm. for new years. It was a guided meditation. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like a prayer, like a ritual prayer. And I kind of retweaked it a little bit, but it was, it was, it was so spot on for me for this new year, but it really spoke to, you know, canceling contract, canceling contracts. I'm sorry, that are no longer serving me, right? Like, you know, cancel, cancel contracts that I did not consent to. Ooh, right. That's so so true. Yeah. Yeah. Like people that are trying to tie into you. That was, that's a big one that I like to do just kind of in like intention settings. And when I'm Mm -hmm. trying to have like an energetic reset, because the energies, energies are powerful. Yeah. And, you know, just really, really thinking about canceling contracts that are not serving anymore. And it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be, it's not a negative thing, but it's just, you know, I'm ready to disconnect from this, that's time in my life. I'm ready to disconnect from that energetic field. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. you know, energetic fields, of course, that may be coming in that are coming in that are negative. You're mm-hmm. wanting to disconnect from them, you know, contracts that I didn't consent to. You yeah. know, people didn't have my permission to enter into these contracts with me. I want to disconnect from them. Oh, so man. It was, I, it's so that's, true. 
Yeah, that was that's a big thing that I like to practice. And I, I guess that can tie into like energetic cleansing for sure. I, I feel like it's very much okay to to move on, to outgrow and yeah. to, you know, move move forward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we've all met a Karen in our lifetime, you know, we've all met the Karen's right. and the Becky's. And mm-hmm. sometimes that energy sticks to you. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. You just yeah. step in it like gum and it just, oh, right. You just can't shake it. And yeah. that is actually a really good idea as a, a, a way to let that energy and let that interaction, that person go, right? Yeah, You're thinking absolutely. about it five years later. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. And you know what? I've As far as people bringing their energy to us, I had a friend ask me before, like, where did you leave your energy? Mm. And I thought, wow. Like, yeah, my energy is still back in that in that space. A good chunk of me is still back in that scenario that was chaotic. You know what I mean? Like when things affect us in a heavy way, sometimes we can kind of still be there, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you feel like something, the residue, right? Mm -hmm. The residue of something is still on you or you feel like you're not really put back together yet. Call your energy home. Mm, Call your energy home. Yeah. Call your energy home and and cleanse it. Yeah, and yeah. energy that you pick up in your day that doesn't belong to you, you can send that back to source, send that back to the universe or send that back to source in your cleansing. Yeah. And I would use that language too, you guys, I highly recommend send it back to source or universe take care of it, especially yeah. if it's negative energy, and you really don't want to send it back to that person. But you also don't want it either. Let the earth take care of it. That's the earth. Yeah really gives us exactly what we need in the moment that we need it most and trust that trust the process. And so when you're cleaning your energy, right, we talk about cord cutting, right? There's a reason why these contracts, these energetic pools are here, cut that cord, let it go, let the earth deal with it, send that energy back to source, whatever you want to do with it, But make sure that you've decided, truly, truly decided that you no longer want it, though. Because if you think about if if in the back of your mind, you're like, I don't know if I can really let them go yet. Don't engage in that because it's not it's not going to work the way that you want it to. And when we engage in any kind of spell work or energy work that our heart and our mind and our spirit is not fully engaged with, we can have some serious backfire. Yeah, I agree with that. When it comes to. Well, I don't know what happened. My brain just like, okay, I was going with fortification. And then, you know what fortification, fortication sounds like fornication. And I was like, I'm not fucking right now. Like, what are you doing? Like, right. Come back, girl, bring it back. Bring it back. Also, though, talking about sex and giving away your energy. Right. <laughs> Community dick. <laughs> oh, up. God. Oh, my God, girl. That is, oof. Lord. Terrible. <laughs> Who needs, I don't know who needs to hear this, but let that community dick go. Let it go. Because he's fucking up your energy. Let it go. You don't need him. I know the dick is good, but you would say it's a nice dick. Yeah. And some some spiritually aligned dick. Yeah. Which is a big part of what we talk about in my courses doing sacred sexuality. You see, that's what I'm saying, because I got lucky with my community dick. My community dick didn't want to be in the community. So he was like, do you that just part like me? <laughs> do you just want to marry me? And it was just like, yeah, great. This sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but 
when it ta- when you think about how to protect that energy, right? You yeah. after you've cleaned it, after you've called back all of the energy, after you've nourished yourself and self care, right? Nikki does that sexual yeah. energy. I do that self care, and you need both. However, whatever order you want to do it in, it's up to you. Right, <laughs> but you need to do both. You need you need your self care. You yeah, need it's it. It's so so important. To nourish your energy is to engage in a self-care practice. And I'm going to go off on a tangent for just just a moment. There are eight eight sections of self-care that you really need to be aware of. I'm going to try and remember all of them off the top of my head. Like your girl's got ADD and (laughs) it's a struggle. Okay. So first (laughs) off, social, right? Who are you spending your time around? Right. What kind of energy are you asking your friends for? Are you able to give them the energy that they want too? Yeah. Your career, the amount of time that we spend working, you guys, come, we, it's life's too short to compromise yeah. on what makes us happy. Don't, don't yeah. engage in that stupid job or that stupid boss anymore. Do what you got to do and go home, collect that paycheck. And if you can turn your love into a paycheck, all the better. So your career, right. which is going to be tied to your finances. If your financial life is a mess, guess what? You're struggling. You're right. feeling untethered and really uncon- and disconnected, right? So that finances is going to be really important. Your direct environment, the, the world around you. We talked about cleaning up your space, cleaning up your yeah. phone. Your environment is going to be so important to take care of. If you don't like that wall, paint it, wallpaper it. I don't know, but do whatever you need to do to make it something that makes you happy. So when mm. you walk into that space, it doesn't it doesn't hurt anymore. Smudge it, smoke cleanse it, do whatever you got to do, but take care of that environment. Spiritually, of course, this is what we're here for, right? That spiritual right, right. self-care. It's engaging in that witchy practice, however that means to you. Doing your spell work, doing your manifestations, doing your affirmations, right? That's important as well. Right. Emotional. You've got your emotional self-care. Are you taking care of your anger? Are you taking care of that sadness? Are you leaning into your happiness? Are you Mm -hmm. leaning into that love, right? Your emotional self-care. Do you even know how you feel right now? Let's ask that, right? How are you feeling? Like really and truly. And when I ask people, I'm like, how are you doing? Most people will be like, oh, I'm okay. Fine. And I'm like, that's not. Let's dig. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't like that answer. No. How are you doing? What are you yeah. feeling? What's been yeah. the main emotion following you this week? Mm-hmm. Right? Intellectual self care. Your brain is a muscle. Work it. You go running, which is going to be the last one, which is physical self care, right? But you go running, what are you doing for your brain? Are you learning a new language? Are you reading some books? Are you watching right. some documentaries? Are you making yourself think? Because you're here, I'm going to say yes, because we make you think every other week. That's what we're here for. We're just here (laughs) to give you the the information and have you thinking about these things. But honestly, TED Talks, I don't care what you're doing, but as long as you feel mentally stimulated and challenged, that's the important part. There are so many apps that help you do that. Find something that you're into and go with it. And then the last one is your physical self-care. That's the somatic movement. That's your yoga classes. Go running, go swimming, go roller skating. Do something for your body. 
because the more that you move it, the more energy that you process, the more that you can let go. Right. Okay. So that's my tangent. If you're not hitting all eight points of these self-care, all eight points of self-care, take a step back, ask yourself, what do you need in those sections? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So (laughs) all that to say is that that's how you're going to nourish your energy. You clean it, you nourish it, but then you protect it. How are you protecting yourself? And we're not talking just like, hey, I got pepper spray. Although ladies and gents, especially (laughs) my gays, my gays and my gals, right? We are at a very vulnerable time in the United States. I don't live there anymore. So y'all are at a very vulnerable time in the United States. Have some pepper spray on you. There are all kinds of self-protection devices. So physically feel protected, physically feel secure and know that if somebody does something, you will be okay and you will make it home at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what? While you're talking about that, I just thought of on the phones. I know the iPhone does it. Um, there's mm-hmm. like a you can you can press your uh, your lock button five times and it automatically alarms the police. Yeah. Yes. Somebody yes. may need to hear that if they didn't know that it's now in the like section in your menu and settings as well, whether you want it turned mm-hmm. on or not. I keep that turned on. I feel Same. good knowing that that's an option for me. Mm-hmm. And I make sure that my daughter is aware of that as well. And since we're on the subject, I'm feeling called to speak on this too. Mm-hmm. This is a sidebar. I saw a Dr. Phil episode where unfortunately a woman was being attacked and she called out to Siri on her phone and she was saying, you know, call 911. And it kept saying, I don't understand. And for me, what I realized in that is that she, it was searching her contacts. Oh. The, and the, the the phone was searching her contacts. So after that moment, my daughter and I have both have 911 saved as contact as a contact in our cell phones. Smart. So that if, if we're in a situation where we need to call into the iPhone with Siri and say yeah. to call 911, it's already set up to go. Because if you're saying, yeah, yeah, if you're saying, (laughs) because I guess that's the difference between saying like dial or call. I think if you say dial 911, it'll do it for you. Like dial 911 on speaker or um, call 911, it would need to be a contact in your phone. Interesting. Y'all be careful. Yeah. I mean, we have our watches, we have our smartphones, we have all of these things. But if we don't know how to work them and if they're not set up for the moments that we truly need them. Our body and our energy pays the price. Yeah, absolutely. And a good part of that, that fortifying the energy is it, it's something that I feel just is very close to home for me is the boundary mm. setting. Yeah, boundary setting. Oh my God, I, and, yes. and you know, I know we we love to especially us empathic, you know, witches, and we love to talk about being people pleasers. But there's truly there there's a there's a proper design for that. Mm-hmm. No, we we can't we can't just it can't the narrative can't just be people pleasers anymore. Yeah. Right? We have yeah. to we have to be selective, we have to be wise. We have to be wise about the services that we're giving and it has to truly make mm-hmm. sense. We can't be people pleasers and people that give back to other energies and it's abusing us at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So there absolutely. has there has to be boundary setting. And you said before that when you're working with clients, Joy, that you ask people, you know, what's something I'm tolerating, mm-hmm. right? So I think mm-hmm. a big part of boundary setting, right? Can you can ask yourself that question? Yeah. Yeah. So also that's exactly another what I one. Yeah. Another one is, you know, what's what's something that I should be saying no to? Yes. 
So that's a good tool. Those are both really beautiful tools for if you have to sit down, I have to sit down. I absolutely have to sit down and write out what are some things that I need to set boundaries in, Mm -hmm. set boundaries for in my life. And I absolutely find it helpful to what are things I'm tolerating? What are some things that I should say no to? Mm -hmm. And this helps me to set these healthy boundaries for myself. I, yes, absolutely. And you're right. The, what am I tolerating turns into, can I get rid of it? Right. The energy cleans cleansing or do I need a boundary around this? Something else that I use with my clients, I'm giving y'all all all the secrets today. My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Something else that I use in my clients is called, I call it the rings of intimacy, which basically you have, I have three rings, inner, inner ring. That's the people that are closest to you. That's going to be for you. You know, that's going to be your kid. For me, that's going to be my husband. That's going to be your partner, right? These are the people right. who who know you and love you and you have a really close relationship with. Outside right. of that, you've got friends and family, the people that like you, you care about, you love them and you're willing to give to them, but you can't say yes to everything for them because it's too much. And then you, outside of that, you've got your last ring, which is your acquaintances, your coworkers, right? The people that you're cool with or you're friendly yeah. with, but they're, nah, you know, most of the time right. you're like, nah, I'm right. not going out to dinner with you. I ain't got time for all that, right? Unless you want to be friends, then you can decide what you want to do with that. But I always ask, at what level do you start the people pleaser? Because if you're starting with the outer mm. ring, We're doing Mm. that a little too soon, honey, because we are not setting proper boundaries. It's so much harder to go back and set boundaries rather than to set those boundaries right at the beginning. Because when you go back to start to set boundaries, people are going to take that as a personal attack. And it's not. It's a protection. Oh, yeah. Right. I am writing this stuff down. This is (laughs) gorgeous. This is so gorgeous. Yeah. And I I feel like with with that boundary setting, that can go really that can go hand in hand with you setting intentions for your yes. relationships too. How am I protecting my energy? How am I fortifying my energy? What are the mm-hmm. boundaries that I'm putting in place? And then what am I wanting to receive? What am I willing to share? Yes. Right. Yes, so it's absolutely. really, it's really a, really a, really a beautiful guide. Yeah. And so there's a workshop that I've, uh, that I do. It's uh, for shadow work. It's archetypes, right? There's 12 archetypes. If you're into any type of young Carl Jung psychology, he talks about the archetypes and the way that they show up in media, um, whether it's books or movies, but they also show up in ourselves. And the idea is at what point do these archetypes show up for you? Right. And with who? Right? Mm. Because we've got the rubble. Mm. We've got yeah. the caregiver. We've got the fool, right? Or the jester. Yeah. It's okay to be funny mm. and that go- outgoing and lovely. But you know what? Something that people don't realize about the fool or the jester is that they're there to tell you the truth, but they do it with such kindness and such comedy that we often don't even realize the nugget that they just dropped on us. And then we'll just sit back and be like, dang, that's a damn good question. Why do? Why do I do that? That's so strange, right? Yeah. Who gets these archetypes? At what point? Right? right? The yeah. caregiver energy, that's center arc, that's center ring for me, right? You want caregiver energy, you're in my center ring, right? You're at the yeah. very core. And yeah. then outside of that, there are different ways to engage in the same idea of the people pleasing energy that really can pull back or lean in, right? There are levels right. to that energy. Don't give it all away at the beginning. Because then there's nowhere to move to. And then, like you said, people will abuse that energy, right? For sure. For sure. So 100% boundaries are one of the 
best ways to protect your energy. And everybody talks about boundaries. But remember, boundaries are not really about what making demands of other people. It's setting expectations of the behavior that you will you will engage in if yeah. boundaries are crossed, right? Yeah. And, you gotta and set what expectations. You- yeah. Mm-hmm. And what you're willing to receive and what you're willing to give. Exactly. Right? You have to exactly. understanding your role and the roles and what you're receiving from the other party. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And another way to protect that energy is to literally cast a protection spell for yourself. Really think That's about my the favorite. You got to do it. And honestly, I recommend engaging in this spell regularly. How often do yeah. you cast your protection spell, Nikki? I, I really feel like I don't do it enough. But mm-hmm. um, if I'm going to do like if I'm going out in a big space or if I'm going to be in like a crowded space right. um, or if I'm I'm doing any like public speaking, mm-hmm. um, those are usually times that it's like a go to for me. But honestly, I mean, it should it should be a daily practice because like, why not? Yeah, yeah. Because why not? Yeah. Because why not? And it doesn't. Yeah. And I think when we say spells, sometimes people imagine these like elaborate rituals when it doesn't really yeah. have to be like yeah, something so big. Yeah, 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 yeah. It can be. You can do. And this is something that I really recommend. I don't do this yet, but I'm thinking about how I'm going to engage in this. Setting a doing a big ritual once a month to do your protection, right? And when I say big ritual, I mean like 10, 15 minutes right Mm -hmm, maybe mm -hmm. 30 minutes top to give yourself time to gather supplies and be intentional and do all that beautiful stuff so doing a nice ritual once a month you might want to do it on the moon cycle that's totally fine Mm -hmm. the other thing is two minutes every day doing remember i said that i do my intention with my tea or my coffee add your protection into that take a moment to be like i am going to be safe i am going to right i am safe I am safe for myself and I, my body is going to be safe. The universe yes. has blessed me. My spirit guides have got me. My ancestors. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. That is pretty much all you need. Go about your day. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So doing a protection spell is so, so important to keep that energy protected. I like to almost imagine. So like you said earlier too, is that you, you have to remember that your energy comes out a, a little ways from the body, a few feet from the body. Right. So it's not right. small. Imagine a bubble around all your energetic field, around yourself, yeah. your energetic field. Imagine mm-hmm. like a beautiful, like, you know, when you're blowing bubbles and it's like clear and there's some colors in there. Yeah, like so that pretty. like translucent kind of, yeah. Exactly. Yes. Imagine yes. a bubble like that, but it's stronger than that. It's almost, yeah. mine is almost like, plastic like saran wrap where it can give a little bit but it won't break oh, right yeah. i like that 